0: This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. From the corporate office to the cab of a truck, they're here to inspire and empower women in all professions. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy.
1: Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in every profession and lifestyle, including the office, trucking, the trades, and even motherhood. We power women on the road to success. We tackle all kinds of topics, and we work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelley.
2: And I'm Kathy.
1: No topic is taboo on our rig. We tackle the tough topics along with the not-so-tough topics. And we like to feature experts and celebrities who can assist women in being the very best they can be. Are you a high-performing woman who doesn't feel aligned, inspired, motivated, challenged, and purposeful with the work you're doing or the life you're living? There are many women in the world who feel just like you. Sarah O'Brien Hammond works with people like you in designing their dream life and career to gain confidence to go for it and design a roadmap to get there. That's what we like on our show powering women on the road to success. And Sarah does just that. She's passionate to ditch the hustle and grind mentality and achieve success differently. Sarah is the founder of thenownyc.com. It's a network that supports women to feel connected and purpose-driven from the work they do and the life they lead. They offer networking opportunities and explore topics through weekly programs, retreats, summits, and workshops. Sarah is also the host of Below the Surface at the Now podcast, We invited Sarah on the show to learn more about everything she's doing. We're excited to learn more. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for being on the show with us.
3: Thank you both, Shelley and Kathy, for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Oh, my
2: goodness. We are, too. (laughs) Yes.
1: I can't wait to hear some of your insights, Sarah. First of all, who are you? What do you do? And what is the NowNYC.com?
3: I love that question. Who are you exactly? Wow. I mean, I feel like we could be really unpacking that for years and years and years, but um, I Does am. Does anybody a... really
2: know right, who
1: we are? <laughs> right. I, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be too. when I grow up, you know,
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm like working on the opposite. I'm like, who am I? If I strip myself of my identities, who am I aside from being a wife and a mother and a CEO and a coach and an athlete and you know, all of the titles that we give ourselves. Um, but for the purposes of your question, Shelly, I am the CEO of a company called the now NYC. I split my time between New York city, where I've been for almost three decades and Vermont, which is where I grew up. So I spend my time between those two areas and really my company was, was really born out of my life's journey and my, my own life experience, which was really being in a career that served me for many, many years until it stopped serving me. And I still stayed Once when I was not, when it wasn't serving me until I realized that I really had to make a decision and I really had to make a change. Um, And so now I have exited that space and and, and, in full entrepreneurship and really helping other women uh, gain the confidence and clarity to uncover their best life personally and professionally.
1: What got you to pivot? What was like the breaking point where you're saying something's got to change?
3: Mm, that's just a great question. I'm asked that a lot. And I've had to really reflect because it was a compounding of things, if I'm really honest. And I think like a good compounding of things, you get to a certain point where I really ask myself, like, what is this all for? What is working all these crazy hours, sacrificing myself, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with my friends? Like, what is this for And I remember at 42 waking up and just thinking, I don't want any of this. I don't want this marriage. I don't want these kids. I don't want this, you know, life. And I remember saying that to my husband who was like, what? Like he was just really had no idea that I was feeling that way. And in looking back, that was a classic form of displacement. I actually wasn't happy with my life. I was unhappy with the way I was living my life. And so from that point forward, I'm 48. And so for the past six years, I've really just been doing a ton of work, seeking out guides and therapists and coaches and all the resources I can to really figure out what it is I want and how I want to live my life. And so I don't know if it was really a one thing. I think it was just real, the compounding of all the things, the frustration, the, um, disappointment, feeling lonely. And then all of a sudden just sort of it exploding and me me being like, I don't want any of this. Um, but I did want it. I just wanted it differently. Mm-hmm.
1: I think well a lot said. of women go through that. I don't know if men do as much
3: mm-hmm. um, the identity
1: crisis. Is
3: that kind of what it is? Ah, oh, that's so good. I, no one's ever actually positioned it like that. I wonder to your reference with regard to men. You know, I think that women, we're more emotional beings, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that for men, work is work and they compartmentalize that. And I think as women, it's not just work. And I think that there's so much more there and there's so much more emotion surrounding it that I don't think that, well, I'll speak for myself. I didn't want to compartmentalize it like my personal and professional life do not exist exclusive of each other. They're very much woven in. And so I think that I'm unable to compartmentalize and I think men, they, they just compartmentalize and women have just, this is a proven fact, there's just a lot more labor, unpaid labor that women are doing in life. Oh yeah. Um, so that's uh-huh. a whole n- another conversation, but, um, I think that again, we just look at life cause we are being, we have a lot of laboring that goes on in our life mm. as women. And so I think for me, I was just like, shoot, I don't care in what capacity I'm laboring. I just want to be doing it and be happy. And in the job I was doing, I, I wasn't happy. And so I knew I had something had to change.
1: You know, I think that kind of revelation is something everybody probably has to have. I, I think that
3: somebody... you want to hear
2: my revelation. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I Kathy. was just reading yeah. it this morning in one of my writings um, back in in the day when I knew I, I needed to change. Right, and I had spent. I was going through a lot of stuff. And I said, okay, you know what? I don't want an intuition. I don't want a dream because I'm very sensitive. I, I pick things up. I said I want something concrete that I that I can see with my own two not eyes that it's that I need to change. That something's got to change. Well, son of a gun! That very night, I was taking the bus to work, my nursing job, and uh, on a on a big billboard, all in white, it was a Nike advertisement. It was like big white and in big black letters, "It's time to change." <laughs> oh and i'm like hey that's the sign i asked for (laughs) right wow and then i'm thinking well okay well what does that mean change what and -hmm. then everything kathy i was at the the low life of a low poor part of my life and then a week later that's when my my big breakdown happened and then yeah that's when all hell went to lose what but that was the sign that I had asked for. You don't ask for it, you don't get it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that
3: you were open to receiving it too, right? And I think you raise a really well, it's pretty great point. obvious. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I would, I would actually argue that there are more obvious signs that that are in front of people that they're not seeing, and so I think uh, you, you know have what? to be at a place yeah. to be receiving of that and you were you were and like any good story it has to crash and burn for the rebirth to happen and and Mm -hmm. look where you are now which is like so so inspiring yeah
2: so different it's like from a to z black to white is unbelievable from where
3: i came from but it all
2: started from that sign
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) yep it's one of the members of the blue collar comedy group has famously said here's your sign
2: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) so true so, Sarah, what is it that takes a woman out of alignment? When do they not feel like they're, there's a fit and they lose their inspiration and motivation and they feel challenged? They aren't challenged. That's the correct thing to say. What is it that happens and what is it women need to do, I guess?
3: Hmm. I think one of the major places that we need to start, and I actually am on record, and I say this over and over again, is like, we actually need to start really young in our lives to learn how to be connected to self. Uh, Mm. Because what happens in this life of increasing distractions and trying to get your attention is that we are taught to be consumers. And we are taught to be looking outside of our bodies for the answers for everything. And I lived outside of my body for 42 years. I, and I'm an athlete. And so you would think I'd be connected to self, but I actually wasn't. I was subscribing to all societal expectations of success, which is power and money and influence. And I was like, I was just drinking that up more money, more seniority, more power. You just constantly every year. Okay. My new year's resolutions, more money. Cause we're told money solves everything. Right. Yeah. So. I was just really subscribing to that equation and really disconnected from self. And when you're disconnected from self, you don't, your, your internal GPS is not working because you can't actually access it. And so you can only truly know what you want from life. If you have this inner GPS turned on and that you've got a signal. And so for 42 years, I didn't have a signal. I let society's signal drive me. And so I just did, I bought a lot of things. I achieved great success. I was on the path to, to more success. And then once I recognized again, like this sort of had this awakening, like Kathy and sort of saw the light, the light in the message for me was like, get out of this marriage, get out of this life. But that wasn't actually the the, the true message, that was just what came up. And then I had to work through that. But it was then at that point that I recognized the disconnection. And once I was able to do the work, which is, you know, another topic of like, how do you get connected to self? But once I was able to start slowly integrating back into myself, I could then realize like what I wanted in life. And so when you ask, like, how do those signs show up? Well, someone's not happy in life. Someone's not feeling like excited about going to work. When Kathy talked about going to work and talking about her job, it's like this excitement and passion and feeling that you're making an impact in the world and that you're feeling valued and adding value. And, you know, if you don't feel those things, if you don't feel like you excited when you wake up, if you're not feeling connected to the world, that's a pretty strong message that maybe you're not in alignment. With your work or the way that you're living your life, and that's where I was at, you know, at that sort of rock bottom of like about to really blow it all up, like leave this life that was so beautiful, but it was because I just really lacked that connection to self, and so it's that's been. The- oh, sorry, go ahead, please. No, I was just gonna
2: say that's the hardest part where where people get stuck. Um, in that moment, and they, uh, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience and from, like, like I'll give an example. My best friend, she, um, eight and a half years, clean and sober, we went to treatment together. She was speaking all over the world for human trafficking with the Salvation Army and doing these conferences, this and that. And then when COVID hit, um, she had relapsed, which mm-hmm. was shocking to me. But she, she, so she came to live with me and but even though i here i'm continuing to go to work and i'm continuing to work on projects online i'm writing a children's book i'm doing you know i'm doing things she sat there with no more purpose Mm -hmm. and no more no more knowing what to do and and that that totally disconnected like you say so Mm -hmm. i'm sitting there for as an outsider watching her trying to assist her giving her ideas and okay well let's do this and let's try and you know try and figure things out and here she is watching me continue to 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 thrive i guess and she couldn't reconnect herself so Mm -hmm. what what she did ultimately was just um relapse deeper and deeper and she ended up dying in my house which was horrific um specifically because i was left feeling oh my god what could i have done differently to to help her get out of that funk but it ultimately, I was doing everything that I could, but ultimately, it's, it was up to her. So anybody that finds themselves in that situation, that that disconnect, it, you have to figure it out. You have to, okay, well, if this isn't working, well, then let me try something else. But how do you show that to someone? It is yeah. very, very
3: difficult, right? It, it's a journey. Yeah. It is absolutely. And I'm so sorry for, for that loss and it, what a traumatic oh, experience. It's two years ago and
2: it's still very, I still bet. devastating to me. Yeah. I oh. bet.
3: I bet. And you know, that's the, it is when you're dealing with uh, addiction and trauma, like your friend mm-hmm. was, you know that many of my clients are working with a therapist in addition to me as a coach, mm-hmm. because I differentiate the two as such. A co- a therapist is someone that looks in the rearview mirror of Kathy's truck, and she looks in that rearview mirror and she looks at your trauma and starts unpacking it. Right, like why? Right, and so that's the dive deep and the work on uncovering trauma and working through trauma. A coach is about all about the how. How do we move forward? And so if you have someone that has really dealt dealing with a with a lot of addiction or trauma, it's it's hard to just do the how because there's a lot of mm-hmm. why that needs to sim- simultaneously be happening. And so, you know, with someone with addiction and anyone listening, you, know, you really need to seek out help in, in, by way of a therapist to be able to work through that. And I would argue it would be helpful to work with a coach so that you could be taking steps forward. And so I think, you know, you, you did what you only could do, which was really to provide a container and a safe space for her to be. But ultimately, she had to be the one to seek out help because, as adults, yeah. we can't we can't yeah. um, make somebody right. And so, all the while, I can really help with the how and give advice and guidance and suggestions on how somebody can move forward. Yeah. And
2: that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I connected her with rehab, with therapists. She was taking classes, like online things with with recovery. But when I would leave for 16 days, that's like when I was home for 16 days, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. We were out doing activities and doing things. But when I was gone, that's when she would just kind of cave right so I was doing the same thing giving her the tools and showing her the how giving her this and this but ultimately I cannot make her feel good about herself right no matter right (laughs) you know and so that is something I kind of struggle with and like, Oh my God. But um, I know from my own personal journey that when I struggle, that it's not somebody else's input that I have to self talk my way. Okay, Kathy, smarten the hell up. Get, get outside, get out of your funk, go do something, you know? So, Mm. yeah, but the therapy you're, you're, you're so right. They go hand in hand. You need both one. They complement each other. I think.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, and I think too, you just, you, ultimately I say this to my clients all the time without change, there is no change. And so oftentimes, you know, I will have a session with my client. We'll regroup the next week and okay, great. Fill me on your progress. And they're like, Oh, not much to fill you in on. And I'm like, I, I know you've heard me say it before, but like change doesn't happen without change. And so it's, it's imperative, even if it is two minutes of a stillness practice to tap into your senses and hear and smell and taste and see the things around you so that you can get out of this rumination of your thoughts, which is, which is really where a lot of our suffering lives is in our thoughts. Yeah,
1: no
2: kidding, eh? (laughs) Because they're in our own
1: minds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, my mind's a scary place to visit. It really
3: <laughs> is. <laughs> it's our greatest enemy. It really um, is. And I think we laugh about it. And it, it, it is really uh, kind of comical in, in some in some ways. But it's also really frightening when you think about our mind has only six places to go. It only has six choices to go and where it's going to go, either to our five senses or to our thoughts and our senses are what keeps us in the present and our thoughts is what keeps us in the past and the future and so where we should be living which are which is really in our senses and connection to the world is not where we're living and so if we could really tip the scales in the opposite way and spend less time in our thoughts it's pretty life-changing
0: Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors, coming up. Dean Michael, the tax doctor here. I have one question for you. Do you want to stop worrying about the IRS? If the answer is yes, then look no further. I've been around for years. I've helped countless people across the country, and my success rate speaks for itself. So now you know where to find good, honest help with your tax problems. What are you waiting for? If you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, or haven't filed in years, call me now at 888-557-4020 or go to mytaxhelpmd.com for a free consultation and get your life back.
1: Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of and join us on social media. Learn more at truckingmovesamerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro.
1: If you're enjoying this informative episode of Women Road Warriors, I wanted to mention, Kathy and I explore all kinds of topics that will power you on the road to success. We feature a lot of expert interviews. Plus, we feature celebrities and women who've been trailblazers. Please check out our podcast at womenroadwarriors.com and click on our episodes page. We're also available wherever you listen to podcasts on all the major podcast channels like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon Music, Audible, you name it. Check us out and bookmark our podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube, and other sites. And tell others about us. We want to help as many women as possible. Women who are driven often don't feel aligned, inspired, motivated, challenged, or purposeful with the work that they're doing or the life that they're living. Motivational consultant Sarah O'Brien Hammond experienced this herself It all built up, and she decided she needed to pivot. What got Sarah to change in her life was asking herself, what's it all for? What are the sacrifices for? She decided she didn't want any of this. She was not unhappy with her life. She was out of alignment. Sarah says what takes women out of alignment is a disconnect with ourselves. It happens with outside distractions. We're taught to be consumers and look outside of our bodies for everything, that gets us disconnected when we're always searching for power, money, and influence. It's also an equation that disconnects you from self, and your internal GPS doesn't work anymore. You can only know what you want from life if your internal GPS is turned on. Sarah helps people do this. She guides them back to their internal GPS. She's the founder of NowNYC.com and host of Below the Surface at the Now. As Sarah says, without change... There is no change. We need to tip the scales in the opposite direction and spend less time in our thoughts. You know, Sarah, people really do get caught up thinking about things or ruminating. And then, of course, we have all those smart devices. So we just get sucked in by those and we lose even more connection with ourselves. One of the thoughts I had is in regard to women. I wonder if women have a bigger challenge being connected to self because a lot of them are mothers, And we have to constantly focus on somebody else. We're into caregiving. So we lose ourselves.
3: Um, Yes. (laughs) That's a a very loud yes. And I think we need to change the narrative that we are meant to be selfless. Like, let's just start there. Mm -hmm. And if we change that narrative and actually made ourselves first, which, by the way, is not suggesting you are neglecting anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think that people... Don't see those things um, separately. They they feel like if you are putting yourself first, that must mean you are being neglecting someone else. That is not the case. When you're putting yourself first, you're able to better serve everybody else. We're missing that memo, and so I think that we as mothers need to really and and I get that. There are times when you just can't like when I I have to go to my kid's soccer game, I might would rather be meditating or I might rather go work out, but I have to go to the, not have to, but I'm going to go to the game to support my child. But there are ways in which you, it's important to be remembering you have to put on your oxygen mask first. There's a reason they tell us that, but somehow society still, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just society still kind of shames us when we when we have that mentality, mm. if
1: that makes sense. Yeah, mm. and I think women are shamed more than men, aren't they?
3: Mm. Oh, yes, hands down. I mean, again, there's just the gender roles that are so frustrating, right? Yeah. Like I just with my husband, I'm just like, no, this is not about a, a female or male conversation. Like we're talking about menstruation or hormones or no, you will go to the store and you will purchase tampons just like I will for our daughters. And you will, you'll do X, Y, you know, I think we need to stop gendering this and putting so much responsibility on mothers, uh, and make it more of like a, whoever the partners are or or the caregivers, it's not always a husband, wife. Right. So, but making sure that all partners are really splitting those responsibilities and, and not gendering it, I think is helpful.
1: You know, it is kind of funny how men get really wiggy and embarrassed <laughs> buying that stuff. I've seen guys in checkout lanes looking very uncomfortable
2: when they pull the box of oh, catfacts
0: out. I
1: get
2: such a giggle out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm like come on, man!
3: <laughs> I love the no, proud. It's
2: not for you, so right?
3: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love. I like. I'm like yes, yes. I want to like high five them. Like thank you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like thank you for for sharing the load, right? Like yeah. it should it shouldn't be just all us, exactly. Um, yeah, as mothers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, Sarah, you have a roadmap. You help your clients. Mm. Design to gain the confidence to go for it and design their dream life and career. Could you kind of maybe give us a high level picture of how does all that work?
3: Sure, sure, I'd be happy to. So, really, through again, my life's journey of figuring it out. And by the way, I am continue. It is constant. You continue to figure out life. It's not like you're you've arrived. It is a constant state of work. But I have the tools and resources to be able to course correct and be able to stay, you know, on track with with where I'm heading. And so it's the program is really designed in three parts. And so I work with my clients. I begin when I begin with them is really reflecting and accepting like where are they in life. So doing like a real audit of what are the critical areas of your life. Like let's just stop there. Like what are the critical areas of your life? Areas that you deem important and that you attribute value to, right? So we really think about those areas. And by the way, those areas might be dormant. Those might be areas that you have not touched in years. Maybe you love to dance or fun and adventure as a really important critical area to you, but that hasn't been something that has been alive as of recently. Or maybe your relationship with your partner is really important to you, but you've been parenting and you've forgotten about that relationship. And so, you know, it's really just assessing without shame or judgment. Where are you? Where? What are the important areas in your life? And where are you as it relates to those important areas of life? So first, it's just that acknowledgement of sometimes taking people back to like, oh, yeah, that is important to me. Those are things that I want in my life that might have been missing. And then the second part of our program is dream and design, which is where we actually think about how we want our lives to look. And I liken this to, you know, when someone says, your life is a blank canvas, you can do with it, whatever you'd like. If you, you've heard of that, right? That expression? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that overwhelming? Like, you're like, where the heck do I start? Like, yeah, I, mean, right. I, don't, I don't know how to paint. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm like, what?
3: And so I like to give my clients, you know, tools and resources to think about that. Like, and that's why we start with those critical areas. And so when we go to the dream and design phase, it's like, let's go back to those areas. Like, what do you want your partnership to look like? Like my husband and I have a love date every week. And so, you know, we talk about our relationship. We don't talk about the kids. We don't talk about money. We don't talk about the the sort of logistical house things. We talk about love. Like, how are we feeling and what do we need? Um, And so we really look, we start with the, the areas, critical areas. We move into the dream and design and think about how do we want those to look? And again, a coach is not there to give you the answers. It's, we're there to guide you and the direction so that you can come to the answers. The, another uh, phrase I, I love to hate is you've got all the answers inside you, right? You're like, well, how the heck do I access them? I don't know how to get to them. And so again, it's like a coach is really here to, to help guide you to that, help give you a paintbrush, so you the right color so that you can start painting on that canvas so the dream and design portion and 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 in fact actually shelly and kathy i think two of the biggest things that keep people from personal and professional happiness and success is time and dreaming because we don't give ourselves the time to even think about what we want most of us are just reacting
1: to life oh my goodness yes
3: and and believe me, I recognize that it's somewhat of a privilege to say, oh, you dream every day? Well, I'm working three jobs and, you know, a single parent or this, that, and the other. And I recognize there are people in really compromised positions. And I honor that and recognize it. And I think you can still bake in five minutes of dreaming. Because if you can't dream it, there's no way in heck you can conceive it and achieve it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important to make sure that you're dreaming and thinking about what do I want my relationships to look like? What do I want my career to look like? What do I want my time and experience in this, on this earth to look like? How do I want to feel in my body? So we do this dream and design and, um, and the second part. And then the third part is really the action and execution. And that's really where we design the personal roadmap to, okay, how do we achieve that? How do we reverse engineer? You want X, Y, and Z in your life great how do we reverse engineer and what are the steps to making that happen and that's really the roadmap to setting someone up to for personal and professional success and the roadmap i use that's been super instrumental in achieving success both personally and professionally for me
0: stay tuned for more of women road warriors coming up Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro.
1: Many mothers and caretakers don't take care of themselves. You need to change the narrative and put yourself first. That's not a selfish act. This helps you better serve others. We're missing that memo. You have to put on your oxygen mask first. All of this rings true in other capacities, too. We also get caught up in gender roles. That mold needs to be broken. Women need help from their partners. Sarah O'Brien Hammond has a roadmap for women to design their lives and careers to create a balance and stay on track. She's the founder of thenownyc.com and the host of Below the Surface at the Now. She says you need to accept where you are in life. Determine what the critical areas are in your life that you deem important and attribute value. It could be fun and adventure, but it's something that's been dormant because of all your responsibilities. Is it a relationship with your partner that's been forgotten because you've been busy parenting? Learn what you want in life. Then you dream and design how you want your life to look. Sarah provides the tools to do just that and helps guide people to find the answers. Everyone can find just a little time to dream because as Sarah says, if you can't dream it, there's no way you can conceive it and achieve it. The third part of her roadmap is action and execution. We reverse engineer to make everything happen for personal and professional success. You know, Sarah, I love the terms reverse engineer. It, it almost brings to mind when you're talking about dreaming and all of that, you're, you're kind of going back maybe to childhood. Kids, <clears throat> kids dream. They have imaginations. And when they're allowed to, they can really kind of define who they are and where they want to go. Even if it's a million things that they think they want to be, they explore. And I think we stop exploring as adults.
3: Oh my goodness. I couldn't agree with you more. I say this all the time that when we, when we grow up, we are told we have to adult. And that means to release child childhood. That means to release childlike behavior. And with Mm -hmm. that means that curiosity, right? When you look at children before they allow their thoughts to take over, you see this curiosity and they're not concerned about the way they're being perceived or the way they look or what someone's thinking of them. They're just Mm -hmm. consumed in in this beautiful creative play. And we, we don't have that unless we make a real effort. To bake that into our lives. So you make a really great point, Shelly. And I wish that we could play more. Like I have play on my vision board that I'm staring at right now. It's a big part of my life. Like I want to play more because I'm I have lived very seriously and worked really hard and um for many, many years. And I just want more play and humor and, and lightness in my life versus uh, the other.
2: Yeah.
3: I am 54 years old. And last week. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm the biggest kid around right and and i i'm very youthful and what did i do i went and bought myself a makeup bag of scooby-doo that lights up in the dark <laughs> i love it that's great <laughs> i love because that I've, too i've always loved scooby-doo and i'm like well look it's, it's a makeup bag and it lights and glows in the dark I'm, so i bought it oh, yes can we do great, more of yeah. that yeah well, you know when Oh my you, god.
1: When you think about it, Sarah, we have play dates
3: for kids. Why can't they have play dates for adults?
0: Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. And we yeah. do. And then what happens is we we have these dates with adults and then we get into like these conversations like, again, the expectations and the I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about responsibility. I want to yeah. talk about fun things. Like that's the release. And so I think we life, lifing is hard and we need that release. And so I think the dreaming and the playing and the creativity, even just do, you know, some people might be listening, like, Oh, I'm I'm not going to play. That seems too childish. Well then just tap into your creativity, right? Like get some paints out or just take a pencil and some paper, or you know, um, go for a scavenger hunt or I don't know, something, something a little bit more creative, which is really beautiful as well.
1: You know, the, our word, responsibility. Teenagers know that that's a nasty word, but adults mm. get consumed by it.
3: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, I think we, we all have responsibility. And it's, do you want that to be consumed? Like, do you want that to consume your life? Yeah. And so I think at the end of the day, like, you can still have responsibility, be a responsible adult, but still, and still have these other things right it's not binary it can be it can be many things
1: so it's a matter of prioritizing
3: yeah i think it just depends what your priorities are <laughs> mm, sure. i think for us i think for us i think we could all agree like more play and more lightness and yes we have to be responsible we need to be responsible but the beauty of life is having boundaries to say like okay so now it's going to be time for this or now it's going to be time for that and i think that boundaries is something that Many people, especially women, are not great at adhering to.
1: Mm, Oh, my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Well, and and allowing yourself to do something. Give yourself permission. Uh, You want to do something and somebody's going to say to you, why would you want to do that? Mm. Follow up with, why not? Right?
3: (laughs) Right. I love that. Why wouldn't
2: wouldn't I? I? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think it's having the confidence to say what you want do what you want without feeling or letting that judgment of others impact you. And so, because what you value is going to be different than what I value potentially, you know, I volunteer every week and it's a few hours of, of my time a week. And it's a middle, it's in the middle of a Friday. And some people might be like, well, how do you even make that work? And I'm like, well, that's a priority to me. And, And when things are a priority, you make it happen. And so when things aren't a priority, they don't happen. And so while it might not be a priority to you, it's a priority for me. The same thing, I get up, I work out every day at six o'clock. People are like, I don't understand how you do that. Well, it's a priority. And if it was a priority to you too, you, you do it. That's sure. it.
2: You know what? My priority of my my own healing every day is I make I set the clock for five thirty every morning, regardless. And I'm on holidays for six weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. But my
2: priority is to get out. I live two blocks from the ocean and I'm out there. I don't even put the coffee on. I put my workout clothes on and I'm out there. My priority is that ocean and the dolphins and that walkway. I run and and power walk my way for that first hour of the day, every day consistently, because that's a priority. Because if I don't take care of me, if I don't do what feels good for me, it, it's it's how am I supposed to even evolve and create and write the all that I'm doing if I'm mentally un you know not unstable, but if I'm if, I, if, I, if
3: I'm not clear in my head. So. How beautiful! What a beautiful illustration of grounding for before the day, making sure that your needs are met before you can tend to anybody else. Yeah. It's like how do you how do you. Uh, pour from an empty cup, right? We've heard that yeah. expression. Oh, yeah. And so what a beautiful way to fill your cup and, and start the day. And I love, you probably don't grab your phone either, which is no, beautiful nothing. because you, <laughs> you don't let anything soil the moment. Right. I don't even I listen to, to
2: music. I listen to the waves thundering on, cause I'm mm. literally, I'm so close to, oh, the, yeah. to the shore And it just it up, and I say good morning to every person that goes by. And some people, their faces just light up because I actually said good morning.
3: (laughs) You're impacting people in such a beautiful way, and Mm -hmm. that on my gratitude in my gratitude practice in the evening when I get into bed, I kind of replay the day. In my head and, you know, those people that hold the door open or give you a smile or say thank you, or they're all, they always make my gratitude list. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they had no idea that like a simple little thing could really have such profound impacts on others. And so I think just a smile is so beautiful because you never know who needs that smile.
1: It really is. And during the pandemic, when everybody was wearing masks, we didn't have those smiles to give each other. Mm. Yeah.
2: I may or may not have been drawing on my on on the outside of my mask.
3: <laughs> I love that. I was <laughs> thinking about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good but one. Totally Kelly. that. I love it. Did you put lipstick on the
2: lips? uh No, I didn't <laughs> because I work in a man dominated world. Oh, right. so I put a mustache. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Such a goof.
3: <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors, coming up.
1: Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada, she's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of and join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro.
1: When we grow up, we're told to adult. What does that mean anyway? The noun adult suddenly becomes a verb and no fun. That means we lose the childlike dreaming and playing that made us who we were as children. Play, humor, and light are still important in adulthood, along with dreaming. Dreaming and playing gives us relief from the stress of life. We all have responsibility, but you need to decide, do you want that to consume your life? Transformational coach Sarah O'Brien Hammond poses these kinds of questions and gives her clients a roadmap to lead the life they want to live to reach their full potential. She's the founder of thenownyc.com and host of Below the Surface at the Now. She says you can be a responsible adult and still have fun. The beauty of life is having boundaries to allow yourself to do something you want to do. Sarah helps women find their dreams and vision to have the confidence to say what they want, do what they want without letting the judgment of others impact them. She's sharing her inspiration with us. So, Sarah, thenownyc.com, that's a place where people can network, correct? What does all that cover?
3: Yeah, of course. Thank you for asking. So the Now NYC is my parent company and so that's comprised of my coaching and recruitment practice and I also have a women's community. So it's a global women's community where we talk about the things that matter most but aren't always found in mainstream conversations. You know, the important stuff like mental health and financial financial literacy and, and uh, stress and parenting and relationships and aging parents and menopause, um, trauma, like just sort of all the things that we are either talking to our therapist about or Googling, but not talking to anybody else. So we have weekly programming where we talk about the important things where women can gather in a safe and judgment-free space and be able to chat about these things. And so we are a global community and we have in Uh, digital programming, as well as in-person programming. And right now, our in-person programming really centers around New York City, which is where I would say the bulk of our members are, but we're also now moving the business and and putting more resources around all the other areas where we're located so that they can continue to grow those areas and be able to have more in-person events, which is actually what people are really craving. So if people are sitting there saying, I want a women's community, I want to talk about these important things. You can go to thenownyc.com and on Instagram as well as the same handle, thenownyc. And you can take a look and Are Actually, um, we have membership opens every quarter, and so you're able to apply to be a member, and it's a really beautiful community that is supportive, and people join for all different reasons, professional aspirations, personal aspirations, personal development, professional development, and really just a safe space to show up, because unfortunately... There's not a lot of safe and judgment-free spaces out there. And so I um, really, this was born because I couldn't find one. And I live in New York City, one of the biggest cities in the world. Uh, but I really couldn't find that place. And so I created it like any good business is is founded. And Sarah,
1: you also have a podcast called Below the Surface at the Now.
3: Yes, yes. Below the surface, at the now, where we skip the small, small stuff and dive deep into conversation, and so uh, we really talk about. There's only one consistent question with all of my guests, and I say, when you think of your earliest influences, experiences, and environments that have shaped who you are and have uh, impacted the directions and paths that you've gone down in life, where do you go? And it's a really great question that people are stumped with oftentimes, and it's beautiful to have them reflect and think of their origin story and think of their earliest influences and, and those who have influenced them throughout their life in the, in the decisions that they've made and the choices in the past that they've taken. So it's really fun to see. I, even when I feel like I know someone, we, I, we have this conversation and I see them in a totally different light because I always find out something new about people. Um, so yeah, super fun. We'll have to have you, you two on.
1: Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you're doing to empower and inspire women, Sarah. This is so very important. And women can be themselves in a safe environment. You work with people privately as well. Uh, do you work mm-hmm. with them remotely?
3: I do. I work okay. with all of my clients digitally. I do a lot of leadership development work and corporate coaching uh, with a lot of institutional clients in New York City. And um and uh, across the U.S. actually, in which I do go um, on location to these companies. But all of my coaching, yeah, is done just via Zoom. And so I have a roster of clients across around the world, which is really exciting. And being able to really help people wherever they are is, is really special.
1: This is terrific. Where do people get a hold of you?
3: Yes, thank you. Well, you can always uh, follow on the Instagram, the Now NYC. You could always message me there. You could always send me a direct message. And my email is just Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at the Now NYC. And those are probably the two best places you can find me.
1: What a wonderful thing you're doing. I've really learned a lot from you and you've gotten me inspired.
3: Thank you. Me too. S- Holy S- smokes. Th- <laughs> Thank you. I say at every network of women event, which is what the and the now stands for. I said every event, three things must happen. We must connect with someone, which we did today. We must learn something new, which I certainly did today. And we must leave feeling inspired to take some form of action in our lives. And so if those three things happen, then we made great use of your time. And if they didn't then we've got some work cut out for us. So that that that's that's our mission of every gathering at the now. Well, it already happened for me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know our listeners
1: are going to be motivated too. This is terrific.
3: Oh, great! Well, I so appreciate both you, Shelley, and Kathy for having me, and and really am inspired by what you do, and and grateful that you two are putting this out into the world, and keep doing what you're doing. It's so desperately needed. Thank you. We're excited. Thanks.
1: We're super excited doing all of this and in featuring wonderful guests like you. This is terrific.
3: Ah, thank you so much. I really appreciate what a great you. Show.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this latest episode. And if you want to hear more episodes of Women Road Warriors or learn more about our show, be sure to check out womenroadwarriors.com. And please follow us on social media. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Women Road Warriors is on all the major podcast channels like Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, YouTube, and others. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at sjohnson at womenroadwarriors.com.